Hare Krishna. I was reading about um, in some in a book of uh, C.S. Lewis, who is a a modern Christian thinker, deep thinker, and. Uh, Sorry, and I just open it up. Hmm. Library. So. So a book called uh, the F the Four Loves from C.S. Lewis and. Uh, the introduction begins uh, like this, a Christian perspective, of course. God is love, says St. John. When I first tried to write this book, I thought that this maxim would provide me with a very plain high road through the whole subject. I thought I should be able to say that human love deserved to be called love, said all, uh, all just in so far as they resemble to love which is God. The first distinction I made was therefore between what I called gift love and need love. The typical example of gift love would be that love which moves a man to work and plan and save for the future well-being of his family, which he will die without sharing or seeing of the second that would sense a lonely or frightened child to its mother's arms. Mm. Uh, there was no doubt which was more like love himself. Divine love is gift love. The father gives all he is and, and has to the son. The son gives himself back to the father and gives himself to the world and for the world to the father and thus gives the world in himself back to the father too. And what on the other hand can be less like anything we believe of God's life than need love. He lacks nothing but our need love as Plato saw is the son of poverty. It is the accurate reflection in consciousness of our actual nature. We are born helpless. As soon as we're fully conscious, we discover loneliness. We need others physically, emotionally, intellectually. We need them if we are to know anything, even ourselves. Mm. Yeah, so I liked that part, you know, but I think the concept of give love and need love is... Uh, it's nice. Um, the uh, need love and how a child immediately uh, after birth experience, experiences loneliness and, and needs, is in need of love. Mm. Um, this giving of love uh, is really... Uh, possible for the one who is transparent to the Supreme Lord. Uh, then we can fully give love. Otherwise, our love will be sectarian, incomplete. Love for our own children, but not love for, for others. So, I thought 
that's also an interesting topic. Of course, we want to uh, become the, the via media of Krishna's love for all living beings and become the personification of that. That is, that is Vaishnava. Uh, that is Namumavananyaya. To distribute it, uh, to freely distribute it, distribute love of God mm. to all living beings. So, uh, Krishna himself is not only uh, giving love, but also, also, also accepting love. Uh, he's accepting love from his devotees. And such loving exchanges are also capturing him. So, sadha, so giving love and, and taking love, these two are uh, principles that are strongly there. Um, by giving love, one, one receives it also. So that is, is a consideration. Um, all right. I today I do not want to focus on one topic at all. So I'm just quickly uh, going through some some things as they uh, come up in in my library. Mm. Somehow or other, the, uh, let us read some more notes, uh, and then we can uh, carry on. Where are these notes? Touching Uddhava's folded hands, visibly giving him mercy and giving him joy, Krishna took him to Balaram and explained that Uddhava would go to Vraja. Then Uddhava and Balaram to Rohini. He obtained her consent, showing mercy by making him beautiful with ornaments and cloth. He sent Uddhava to Vraja. Previously, I sent many messengers but they did not speak the real message. They spoke from their intelligence alone. How can I order you? You're the disciple of Brihaspati. Examine things carefully. I'm sending you there as my representative. Yeah. So Uddhava was going to Vrindavan <coughs> as the representative of Krishna. So being the representative of Krishna that is 
uh, that's really everyone's duty. Krishna says, Yara deke tarikaha Krishna upadesh, amaragyaya guru hoya tare desh. Upon the order of Krishna, everyone is meant to become a teacher. Yes, a guru. So to become a teacher and teach Krishna upadesh, teach the the instructions of Krishna or about Krishna. And as long as we become teachers, then uh, then we are via media of Krishna's love because really Krishna's love is, uh, is there and is the foundation of all his teachings. It is the purpose of his teaching and the foundations of his teachings. Hmm. And that is bhakti, the bhaj datu of bhakti. Uh, bhaj means means the uh, yeah the, the the root word of <clears throat> love, service, and worship. Uh, so bhaj, the root word of bhakti, means love, worship, and service, and. Uh, so, yes, let us be representatives. So Uddhava was chosen as a messenger, and Krishna impressed it upon him. That, uh, like, now you have to be, uh, think deeply how to be a messenger. Hmm. Uh, although the message is, is one and the same, uh, the one, the message is Savai Pumsa Paro Dharmo Yato Bhaktiya Doksha Jaya Haitakiya Patiya Ta Yatma Supasiddhati. The message is that we somehow or other engage in devotional service and that that is the supreme occupation, uh, which can, which is when it is performed uninterrupted and unmotivated, can fully satisfy the self. That is, is the message. Um, the message speaks about our constitutional activity. Jivere Swarubhai Krishna Nitya Das, the living being by nature, is the uh, is the eternal servant of Krishna. That's our constitutional position. Therefore, that can only be the message uh, to act according to our constitutional position. We are meant to be servant, and as a servant, only service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and his devotees can satisfy. Mm, nothing else. Nothing else can offer fulfillment. Um, so... Yes, and in the in the nectar devotion, it uh, it is stated that uh, God is great, but devotional service is greater than God because it attracts Him. So that is very very wonderful. Um, 
So this is that devotional service is about this gift, this gift love. It is about giving. Um, devotional service is, is not only giving all we have for the pleasure of Krishna, but giving ourselves. And when we give ourselves to Krishna, uh, then the thing is that we capture Krishna because that is the nectar of devotion. God is great, but devotional service is greater than God because it attracts him. Sri Krishna Akarsani. So that is very nice. Sri Krishna Akarsani, Kritva Harim Prima Bajam Priya Varga Samanvitam Bhaktir Vasi Karutiti Sri Krishna Karsani Mata. Prema Bhakti is called Sri Krishna Karsani. That is to say, possessing the power of attracting Lord Krishna. Because such bhakti charms Krishna into complete submission because of the devotee's endearing love and affection for him and his entourage. Yeah, and of course, there's... Uh, There are different examples. Uh, it is said in chapter 14 of the Krishna book that it is mentioned that Krishna is known as Achuta, infallible, because he never fails to notice the smallest service rendered by anyone. In that sense, devotional service in any stage is always Sri Krishna Karsini, attracting Krishna. However, there are differences in the services rendered. In the example of Narada, as the son of the maidservant, the Lord appeared before him, being satisfied with his devotional service, but only to tell him that in this lifetime he would not see the Lord again. On the other hand, Krishna could not hide from the gopis. They were eagerly looking for him after he had disappeared from the Rasa dance, following his footsteps. When finally they came upon Lord Narayan, they said, O oh, Supreme Personality Godhead, please accept our obeisances. Have you seen Krishna? It turned out that Krishna had been hiding in the foreign form of, of, of Narayan, but being attracted by their pure devotion, he couldn't maintain his disguise and showed his original form as Krishna. Mm, yes. So that is the, the fact that uh, I saw uh, a book which uh, says, Yes, Krishna is hiding in, in, the Lord is hiding in darkness. And it is true that the pastimes of Krishna are, it is said, are always covered by some darkness. When Krishna is coming home uh, at night, in the evening, then the hoofs of the cows are, are throwing up dust. So that creates some darkness. So the pastimes of Krishna are always hidden to an extent. Rajavijam, Rajakuyam. But it is when Narada Muni, as the son of the maidservant, who was, he was very sincere in trying to attain the Lord. But because he was not 100% pure, the Lord was hiding from him. But in the case of the gopis, the Lord could not hide from them. Because their love was just attracting him. So this attracting of Krishna is 
is becoming the, uh, the objective in one's life. And here one is giving. One is giving everything without asking anything in return. But of course, in one's heart of hearts, one desires to attract Krishna. That is, is our constitutional nature. But we are not demanding. Swarga apavarga, narakesu apitulyatadarshina. If I simply can engage in your service, I've already attained the goal. Because then I'm already connected with you and your love is already flowing. And whether whether I have your darshan or don't have your darshan, although I desire your darshan, still, I'll be your unconditional servant because what else is there? There's nothing else to do. Narada Muni, once he becomes the transcendental Saint Narada, he travels in a spiritual body, sometimes to the spiritual world, but otherwise through the material world. So who wants to even be in the material world? Right? When, when one has actually access to the spiritual world, who wants to be here? Because the spiritual world is exactly that abode of love, that abode where everything is service to the Lord and where, where the Lord is being captured by his devotees, is attracted by the devotees. And uh, sometimes the Lord shows himself facing everyone. When he's eating with the cowherd boys, each cowherd boy sees that Krishna is personally looking at him. So each cowherd boy is thinking, oh, I'm attracting Krishna. But actually all the cowherd boys are attracting Krishna. Yeah, so this is like a very nice topic. Uh, meanwhile, here we are. We are uh, immediately from our birth, we are um, experiencing loneliness, emptiness, a need, uh, a need for, a need to be loved, a need for love. So, that's a very, very uh, good observation of, uh, of C.S. Lewis. Lewis. Um, and uh, nothing Pascal is saying that there will always be, uh, the French philosopher Pascal will say, there's always a vacuum in the heart until uh, there is love of God. Yes. So <clears throat> this emptiness... Uh, this loneliness, this uh, that we're trying to fill with uh, either things, things that we love, or people that we love, but all that uh, will not fill this emptiness. It is only Krishna that can really fill the emptiness. Mm. So that is. Uh, is essential. Uh, just like uh, when we are speaking about uh, to, to a young couple and we're trying to, um, to discuss about marriage, then it cannot be that there is happiness in a marriage without, without Krishna. There's no fulfillment. Then there will be always an extent 
of remaining unfulfilled. So to be fulfilled within a marriage, first of all, the marriage must be dedicated to Krishna. When the marriage is dedicated to Krishna, then, uh, then their yeah, then the happiness will increase from devotional service. Mm. Another point is uh, is made about compatibility. Uh, people they do astrological calculations, and the astrologers can tell us in different ways how the how the various planets of the person interact, and can look at like their uh, can see how much uh, how much conflict can arise, uh, how much uh, affection can be there, how much sexual attraction can be there. And in this way, astrologers, they can look at compatibility, uh, how much common interest is there, and, and so on. And uh, it is, it is what is the varna of a person. Um, and uh, so in this way, uh, they are looking at uh, compatibility. But compatibility um, should not only be there on the material plane. The first and foremost compatibility is commitment to Krishna. Um, one should make a sincere commitment to Krishna and a concerted effort, and then have a partner who's equally making a concerted effort. And then material compatibility doesn't matter so much. It becomes secondary, because the spiritual uh, commitment, the commitment to Krishna consciousness is more important and is a greater bond than uh, similar similarities in the material nature or this or that. Therefore, that should be the foundation of the marriage. Mutual uh, commitment to Krishna. Mm, yes. Um, I was uh, writing down some points to someone today. And I'll just... I can quickly look that up. Come. Oh. Yeah, so we may consider compatibility in terms of nature, number one. Two, there's compatibility in terms of a commitment to providence spiritual life. If, that, if the latter is strong, then the first becomes less important. Uh -huh. And then a couple should have a detailed discussion about the expectations in life. And, and there should be agreements made uh, between partners. Yes, from how we're going to live. Then devotees um, are meant to gradually rise to the mode of goodness. And so the household should be committed to the mode of goodness. And where elements of the lower modes enter the relationship at any time, they should be flagged and addressed. And an attempt should be made to remove them from the relationship, if need be with professional help in counseling. Anyway, those were some points that I came up today. Uh, 
when someone asks me, what would you say to a young couple um, that is about to enter into uh, yeah, a marriage relationship? But the, but the first and foremost thing is our devotional service. And then our life becomes a life of giving. And when there's a life of devotional service and a life of giving, then naturally, uh, naturally sacrifice comes to the forefront. When there's a light, when there's a, uh, when there's need love, right, then that's, that's very draining. Uh, if there's only need love and no giving, then uh, someone has such a need for love, it's recognized, but it's draining because uh, we need give love, right? And ultimately, spiritual life is about that. All right, we have the community of Vaishnavas, and there we find love, right? because the community of Vaishnavas is meant to be uh, to be committed to uh, to to purity, committed to. Uh, it is committed to, uh, um, yeah, to to uh, reliability, committed to honesty, uh, to be sadhus, to be thoroughly honest. That means, first of all, dedicated to the absolute truth. That is the honesty. Uh, whether. Honesty means that we uh, will never speak a lie. That's, that's not an easy matter, because in this age, uh, we're no longer Maharaj Yudhisthira, who rode in a chariot that never touched the ground because he never spoke a lie. But our, our commitment to the truth, to the absolute truth, our commitment to live a life by that absolute truth, that makes us trustworthy, yes. So anyway, we find shelter, we find love in the community of the Vaishnavas. Um, but the essence is that in that environment, we dedicate ourselves to giving. And that giving ourselves in service, that is the essence of Vaishnava existence. And first that is done in practice, and then that is done in ecstasy, uh, and so on. There has to be some, some taste, uh, otherwise it is difficult. And Srila Prabhupada points out that taste in spiritual life comes from a, a previous life, and B, from the association of devotees. Yeah. So, um, because desire awakes in association, and when we are with devotees, yes, then we desire. Uh, we desire also to engage in devotional service.
And it begins with uh, sadhana bhakti. When transcendental devotional service by which love for Krishna is attained is executed by the senses, it's called sadhana bhakti, or the regulative discharge of devotional service. Such devotion eternally exists within the heart of every living entity. The awakening of this eternal devotion is the potentiality of devotional service in practice. Yes, so this devotional service is our true nature. This giving ourselves is our true nature. Um, this is what we're meant to be doing. And that is actually uh, yeah, very wonderful. Hmm. So in sadhana bhakti or devotional service practice, in practice it employs the senses and the mind. Hmm. Practice means employing our senses in a particular type of work. Therefore, devotional service in practice means utilizing our different sensory organs in service to Krishna. Oh, yes. So that is nice. Let's do something. And then, uh, gradually, things uh, uh, will develop. Um, although devotional service is natural, we still need to practice, and Prabhupada gives the example. A child must practice walking. This practice is not developing for developing something artificial. For example, a child learns or practices to walk. This walking is not unnatural. The walking capacity is there, originally in the child, and simply by a little practice, he walks very nicely. Similarly, devotional service to the Supreme Lord is the natural instinct of every living entity. Hmm. So that's what we do. Let us do some, some devotional service. Hmm. Yes, once we, uh, and, and whatever it is, we can, we, can, uh, we can cook something, offer it to Krishna, and, and distribute it. Uh, and immediately we will get, get, some, uh, get some spiritual benefit. Hmm. It's very nice. Immediately we start feeling uh, inspired. So the principle of giving um, and uh, devotional service is very nice because devotional service uh, manifests Krishna's mercy. Mm. It is uh, in the uh, prayers to Prahlad, it is said that when we decorate our face, then our face in the mirror is also decorated. In the same way, when we serve Krishna, we're getting the benefit. So either that benefit manifests in that either our heart changes, our, uh, and as a result, our thinking, feeling, and willing changes. Uh, that all becomes connected with Krishna and becomes purified and becomes elevated. Or we also, the devotional service, whatever devotional service we do, leaves prasad. Huh? We're offering to Krishna some something, say some foodstuff, boga, then we have prasad. So we are making an altar. Huh? We're making an altar 
so that we can worship Krishna there. We're offering a nice altar to Krishna. Then we have a holy place. Then we have an altar. Then we build a temple around the altar. Then we have a place where we go and where Krishna manifests himself. And the more we serve Krishna there with a lot of devotion, the more prasad comes back. So devotional service um, leaves Krishna's mercy uh, in the world. That is the amazing thing. Because devotional service is about, uh, it is about pleasing Krishna. It is about glorifying Krishna. It is about worshipping Krishna. Bhajya Krishna, Bolu Krishna, Kora Krishna, Sikha. Uh, so we can, like, like here now, uh, Sravanam, Kirtanam, Smaranam, we are engaging in devotional service by hearing, chanting. And uh, so, uh, Kirtanam. So I'm now speaking about Krishna. And because I'm speaking about Krishna, I also uh, will remember something about Krishna. Then I'm looking at uh, various books to kind of give me some uh, idea to uh, yeah, increase my uh, remembrance of Krishna. Oh. And it's just, uh, very nice because uh, so many things come out. And uh, so devotional service is transcendental and it is, it is creating, uh, creating uh, transcendental situations. Uh, kirtan is is purifying us, but kirtan is also purifying a place. Uh, and uh, it's when we are having a kirtan in the play, in a place, it's not only during the kirtan that the kirtan is 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 having potency for whoever hears it, but the place where the kirtan is performed is also transformed. So this is quite amazing. Mm. Yes. Yes, and then we can, there are things. So in performing devotional service, there are things to accept and things to, activities to accept and activities to avoid. Um, and then the nectar of devotion gives us a, a whole list of these. And some of them are, um, uh, connecting to a spiritual master, Siguru Padasraya, taking shelter at the lotus feet of Siguru, Sri Krishna Diksha Sikshadi, receiving initiation and spiritual instruction, Priti Purvaka Guru Seva, serving Siguru with love. Mm. And then, Sadhu Mark Anushar, follow the path of the sadhus. Yes. So, that is also <coughs> very nice. Let us follow the path of the sadhus. Um, 
And, uh, and sadhus are, are, are dedicated to devotional service, uh, dedicated to the absolute truth, dedicated to this principle of Jivira Sarupai, Krishna Nietzsche Das. So that is what it's about. Mm. So let us just in this way, um, yes, follow the sadhus mm. and follow the path of the sadhus. Sato Vritti, follow in the footsteps or follow the path. Uh, that is an, a path uh, we can see in nature. Uh, when someone walks, when people walk over the same area, then it becomes a path. Uh, each time or when a vehicle has driven a particular track, we see a track, uh, the tractor. Uh, makes tracks in the forest. Uh, not, not that that's what tractor means. Tractor comes from traction, from pulling. So a tractor is, is what is pulling, but it also makes tracks. Uh, now where I'm staying, there are all these tractor tracks um, and, uh, in, in the forest, yes. Krishnarte akilaboga chak, renunciation of all material enjoyment for the sake of Krishna. So, as I say, we become, we become ready to give and therefore ready to sacrifice by service. And the more service we do, the more ready we are to sacrifice that whole spirit and the more satisfaction we gain. Yes. So this is the nature of bhakti. Um, um, so this love based on giving or gift love, as C.S. Lewis said, and need love. So by engaging in giving ourselves in love to Krishna, and then as a via media of Krishna to the world, then our need for love will be fulfilled. And that is our conclusion for the day. And if we bring that into any relationship, then any relationship will start to work, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a teaching relationship, whether it's a, a, a corporate relationship. This is the key to all relationships. this giving element. Hmm. So in a corporate, we can also bring in principles, principles from, uh, from, uh, from, from Bhagavad Gita. Hmm. One can uh, write a management book drawing on principles and ethics from the Bhagavad Gita, and that would be useful. Uh, that could be an interesting thing. So let's think about it. How we can engage these principles that arise from devotional service, giving ourselves to Krishna, and then coming down and giving, giving to others whatever is connected with Krishna, giving Krishna upadesh, 
and all our need for love will be fulfilled. Hare Krishna.